Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, mandatory testing, new rules for city siders leaving hotspot suburbs as COVID infections grow. Cracks revealed in the battle to stop an outbreak in Melbourne, an entire apartment block now shut down. A $9 billion lockdown lifeline emergency support for New South Wales. And Queensland's prepared to slam its borders shut if more cases continue to leak from Sydney. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. Sydney could be facing another month in lockdown as the COVID Delta variant continues to rapidly spread. 89 new cases were announced yesterday and a second death. Two-thirds of the infections were from the southwest, prompting new rules for essential workers. Those who leave the Fairfield Council area must get tested every three days. Anyone who travels more than 50 k's from the Greater Sydney region must be tested every seven. There are other areas now where there, where there are uh, a smattering of cases and we know how easy it is with the Delta variant, where two cases become 20, become 100 very quickly. Ten cases are now linked to the Bondi apartment cluster. Goulburn is also on high alert after a positive case travelled there. A decision is expected to be made today on the snap lockdown of a Melbourne apartment block after two removalists from Sydney infected with the Delta strain went inside that building. What we need people to do though is to comply with the obligations in those permits. You need to wear a mask, you need to be socially distanced, you need to stay in your cab at all times and you're not doing five hours of removalist work in an apartment building. Three members of a household in Melbourne's northwest have also tested positive after returning from Sydney, one breaking quarantine to visit a Coles store. Hundreds of dollars will be made available for everyday workers struggling to make ends meet in Sydney's latest COVID lockdown with the huge state and federal support package announced. Let's go to political reporter Rob Scott, who's live in Canberra for us. Rob, morning to you. Uh, just how much is this package worth? Well, upwards of $9 billion, Eddie, with much-needed financial assistance going to both workers and businesses. From Sunday, the COVID-19 disaster payments to individuals will be boosted, with those who lose 20 hours uh, or more of work a week receiving $600. Those who lose less than 20 hours will get 375 Businesses and not-for-profit organisations that can show a 30% drop in turnover will receive up to $10,000 a week. Sole traders can get one 
$1,000 per week. The funds will only flow on condition companies do not axe jobs, providing emergency assistance to businesses employing around 3 million workers. Individuals can apply for the disaster payments through Services Australia, businesses through Service New South Wales. The Prime Minister says the payments will be offered during future extended lockdowns in any state or territory and will apply from the fourth week of a lockdown. Eddie. Okay, thank you very much, Rob. Queensland says it's prepared to shut the border to New South Wales if Sydney's COVID outbreak continues to spiral. The Sunshine State recorded three new cases yesterday. NRL players arriving in Queensland today after the league was forced to relocate. A Perth man will spend two months behind bars after breaking Western Australia's quarantine rules. The 53-year-old returned to WA from Brisbane during an outbreak last year. He did isolate at home but was reported and later charged for having tradies come to his house. Queensland doctors are throwing their support behind the right of refusal to voluntary assisted dying at faith-based hospitals and aged care homes. The state's politicians will debate in September whether to legalise the controversial practice. Some hospitals with religious affiliations choose not to offer services such as termination of pregnancy and IVF. The Queensland branch of the Australian Medical Association says that right should also extend to voluntary assisted dying. A couple accused of murdering a Brisbane man have pleaded not guilty to murder. James Switzer Glovich was stabbed to death in the city's Bayside area in 2018. Police claim his former partner and her ex-boyfriend carried out that attack. A court heard domestic violence allegations were levelled against Glovich shortly before his death. The trial is scheduled to run for three weeks and hear from 30 witnesses. Sydney's public relations queen, Roxy Duchenko, has been accused of not letting staff work from home. Duchenko recorded inside her office saying she's been visited twice by police before receiving a safe work warning that her staff may be at risk because of inadequate controls. Also empty. Also empty. And now a notice from the New South Wales government. You would really want to run a business here in New South Wales at the moment. Jacenko says more than 20 staff are working remotely and those in the office are mailing out orders. New Zealand has begun repatriating its citizens stuck in Sydney during the COVID outbreak. With the travel bubble on pause, a limited number of Air New Zealand flights begin today, one headed to Auckland, another to Christchurch. In all, nine flights carrying up to 60 passengers each will see many New Zealanders return home over the next 10 days. COVID's had a damaging effect on many people, and that includes Australia's highest paid executives. Many bosses have seen their pay and bonuses slashed by more than 20%, but for a lucky few, tough times have produced a bonanza. If you're hurting during COVID, spare a thought for the nation's top 100 chief executives. Lower pay for some, and a third received no bonus last year. I think pay is down across the market, but there are a lot of very large numbers, so people shouldn't be feeling sorry. CSL's Paul Perrow earned $43 million. To be expected, his company makes the AstraZeneca vaccine here. Number two was gold miner Northern Stars Bill Beaumont, nearly $32 million. And at number three, Greg Goodman of Goodman Property and Logistics, nearly $27 million. Others in the top 10 came from mining, banking, supermarkets, all reasonably COVID-proof. 
but the travel downturn saw Qantas boss Alan Joyce on 10 million, a self-imposed pay cut after huge losses. $16 billion. Through the pandemic, clearly boards have listened to their, their major investors and cut pay. The median pay of the top guns fell 3.6%, others by a whopping 22%. Bonuses for those who got them slashed in half to 1.4 million. All this was done to give investors and everyone else with superannuation confidence that unlike after the global financial crisis, executive salaries will be a reflection of company performance. Evan Batten, Seven News. Tough for some. A piece of Melbourne history is up for grabs as the city's oldest home goes on the market. And it's also set to record an eye-watering increase in the price it last sold for. If only walls could talk. This is Melbourne's oldest home, which has been in the same family for 120 years. It was last sold for around £20 and now... We're seeking interest in excess of £2,950,000. Once a Gold Rush corner store, now prime CBD real estate. Also on the market, four bedrooms, one bathroom and a collapsing roof in Thornbury. This weatherboard home has seen better days. Very unique. We don't come across properties like this all that often. It's been in the Pepe family for generations, but with no insurance to fix it up, Giuseppe and Rosa were left with few options. I can't do anything with it, as it is at the moment. Um, and to have it sitting there. Safe to say it needs a bit of work, but it's not being advertised as a total knockdown. And it just seems to be quite a bit of soot, but otherwise walking through the property, it is still fairly sturdy. The asking price, $1.15 to $1.25 million. You might assume it's a sprawling block of land, a developer's dream. No, it's just under 400 square metres. But that's a sign of just how strong Melbourne's property market is right now, with a shortage of homes, but no shortage of buyers. We're in the hottest market that we've seen in such a long time. Christy Cooper, 7 News. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Checking finance here now. The Dow Jones is trading 83 points lower this morning. The Nasdaq also down in London. The FTSE fell slightly and Germany's DAX also lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 149 points higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also surged. The All Lords closed slightly higher and the ASX 200 down just one point. 
On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,808 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 75 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.48 US cents, 82 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The Blue Wiggle has made a heartwarming pledge to the family of a Brisbane Army veteran diagnosed with cancer. Anthony Field is donating royalties from his new album Lullabies with Love to Brendan Nikolaev's family and wife Leah and their two children. The 29-year-old fought in Afghanistan and has a terminal diagnosis despite having beaten testicular cancer three times before. Last week, he was given just days to live. A massive online sale has begun, enticing millions who are locked out of browsing the shops. Click Frenzy's Jew Love sale is underway, offering more than 1,000 deals on close to 100 different brands. It includes 40% off laptops, half-price headphones, plus heavily discounted clothes. The sale ends midnight on Thursday. After a year where TV became our major source of entertainment during the pandemic, the nominations for the Emmy Awards have been announced in Los Angeles. Let's go live to US correspondent David Woywood in Hollywood. Uh, David, which shows scored the most nominations? Uh, morning, Eddie. Well, possibly no surprises here, but the success of the hugely popular series The Crown just continues. It has racked up another 24 Emmy nominations today, including Outstanding Drama Series. It's actually pulled off the rare double nomination, too, with actors Olivia Colman and Emma Corrin up against each other for Best Actress for their portrayal of the Queen and Princess Diana. Uh, Disney Plus, a relative newcomer to streaming, enjoying su uh, success, too, with The Mandalorian. Lorian also racking up 24 nominations, while the Who Done It Mayor of Easttown was rewarded with 16, including Kate Winslet's nod for Outstanding Actress in a Limited Series. The Handmaid's Tale, uh, Elizabeth Moss, up for lead actress in a drama. But look, unfortunately for Nicole Kidman, she was an omission from this year's nominations. Uh, that is despite incredibly positive reviews for her work alongside Hugh Grant in The Undoing. So unlucky uh, for Nicole there. No, no doubt that will be a talking point today in a year of nominations that have been again dominated by these streaming platforms, Eddie. That was a great show. Thank you, David. Parts of the eastern US are bracing for more heavy rain after a series of storms triggered flash flooding. Pennsylvania was hit hardest by the deluge, with the Weather Bureau describing the storm as a 100-year flood event. The fast-rising water trapped people in their cars and their homes. The storms are a stark contrast to the wildfires that are raging along in the west. Fires are burning across six states, including Oregon, California and Arizona. The Ever Given container ship that blocked the Suez Canal has finally left Egyptian waters. The ship is now on its way to Rotterdam, 112 days after becoming wedged across the Egyptian waterway. The ship was released last week after a settlement was reached between the Suez Canal Authority and the Ever Given's owners and also insurers. South African police have fired rubber bullets at protesters as violence and looting spreads throughout the country. The spiralling unrest has been triggered by the jailing of South Africa's former president, Jacob Zuma. More than 40 people have died, with many killed in chaotic stampedes as people looted food, alcohol and electrical appliances from retail centres.
Uh, Sports News Now and Queensland Origin coach Paul Green has rejected calls that his camps and tenure have been a disaster. After two heavy losses, Green has one of the worst state of origin coaching records in history. The 48-year-old hasn't confirmed if he wants to coach again next year. New South Wales can seal their fourth series whitewash with victory in Game 3 on the Gold Coast tonight. Geelong captain Joel Selwood is no certainty to be skipper in 2022. Selwood signed a one-year extension to take him into a 16th AFL season, but the Cats are still to decide if he'll retain the club captaincy beyond this year. Brisbane have suffered a blow. Tall defender Marcus Adams will miss at least a month with a foot injury. The Wallabies have suffered their first loss to France on home soil in 31 years. The Aussies overcame an 11-point deficit late to take the lead with only five minutes to play in Melbourne. But the ill-disciplined men in gold couldn't hold on, the French stealing the lead with a 28-26 win to level the series. We'll go back and review what we need to, hey. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of disappointing things there. The decisive Game 3 is in Brisbane on Saturday. The Boomers have claimed the biggest scalp in international basketball on the road to the Tokyo Olympics. Joe Ingalls and Paddy Mills started an upset win over gold medal favourites Team USA in Las Vegas. Mills finished with 22 points and a steely declaration about his side's plan to bring home a maiden medal. We're all in the trenches together. Um, we know what it means will mean to us. We'll know what it means to our whole country. Um, we, we've got a job to do. The big man, Aaron Baines, was forced off early with a knee injury. The Tour de France begins its final week, passing through the wet Pyrenees on stage 16. To his own disbelief, Austrian Patrick Conrad took out his first ever World Tour stage win. Australia's Michael Matthews finished third, 42 seconds behind, and Tade Pogacar holds his overall lead. Australian Ben O'Connor is sixth, he's six minutes behind. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, and a deep low with associated troughs are generating gusty showers, a few thunderstorms and large waves in WA's southwest, and patchy light rain and showers stretching to South Australia. A weak trough is bringing light showers to Tasmania and Victoria. Around the capital, it's mostly sunny in Brisbane and 23 degrees, possible showers in Sydney and 18. Showers in Canberra, a top of 11 there, windy with showers and 14 degrees in Melbourne. Possible showers in Hobart and 12 degrees and showers in Adelaide and 17 degrees. Some more thunderstorms around in Perth, the top of 17 there. Sunny in Darwin with a top of 33. And that's seven early news for this Wednesday, the 14th of July. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.